0: Drink the Tea, the Agatha Christie podcast, where we analyze our books one by one. I'm Josh. I'm Zach here. I'm Charlotte. And today we are not reviewing a book. We are reviewing a TV miniseries based on a book by Agatha Christie, the Queen of Crime.
1: That sounds so exciting. A TV miniseries. This
0: TV miniseries has been long awaited.
1: It is Why Didn't They Ask Evans, as produced by
0: Hugh Laurie himself oh uh, baby c no a BritBox box Original. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we could begin just discussing a little bit about our journey with why didn't they ask Evans we did that back in i'd like to see it was the beginning of the pandemic so the very it was, beginning it was
1: 2020 yeah.
0: yeah early 2020 because yeah. it was the first time where we were like i guess we could do it over zoom because that's what other people are doing it was episode 28. And it came out, it came out August 26, 2020, but that's because I think we were making our transition onto Spotify at that time. I think it came out earlier
1: than that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so Because it
0: didn't take us that long to start recording.
1: Because it was like April, I think, when we recorded it.
0: That's when we learned that Zach liked eating cold chicken.
1: We we learned Why doesn't everybody stop talking? (laughs) We learned that Agatha Christie is a type of horse. (laughs) Or at least that's what Toby Keith thinks. (laughs) He's a smart man. He just yeah. doesn't know much about books. Yeah,
0: Toby Keith doesn't <laughs> pop in as much as he did when it was on Zoom.
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, we learned a lot about uh, Evan Almighty. Uh, we did. Uh, well, other people learned it. You already knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. Um, it was a wild ride. Yeah, it was fun. That's when my
0: I said I told Zach that my eyes were state. They were stinging. My eyes felt like they were burning. Mm-hmm. And Zach told me it was from looking at screens all day. <laughs> or from looking at the screen too long, and it was actually because your family had just finished frying chicken nuggets or something. <laughs> because i was like if you oh if running- you had been in the house for years as they fried chicken nuggets over and over and over again your eyes would be used to it okay <laughs> i was fine but i like this i was like oh it's probably from looking at the screen too long and then i opened the door and the wash of fryer hit me in the face like a baseball bat to the teeth <laughs>
1: just think of all the things that have changed though since 2020
0: Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like Charlotte's eating pizza with a fork? Uh huh. Yeah, that man. is weird. She got classy on <laughs> us. Yeah, lots of tough, James. New jobs. You guys have both moved.
1: Mm hmm. Both yep. got married. Guys? Yeah. I eat pizza with a fork. <laughs> Moving on. That is officially <laughs> the saddest moment of my life. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I have, have you had got... several jobs since The then? bookstore has
0: been since then, right?
1: The bookstore and That's an uh, escape thing. rooms. So That's an amazing yeah.
0: thing. <laughs> and as I remember, uh, especially because it's our opinion, we weren't that crazy about the book. Why didn't they ask Evans?
1: It's pretty low in the ranking.
0: Yeah, it is number. Good. I'm glad you brought that up. It is number. I mean, before I get there though, like. The agreement was it has some pretty good dialogue, but the plot itself is so messy that it's, like, hard to get any enjoyment out of it, really. It is number 26 of 39. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, of, it's down there. even of the standalones, it's it's in the middle, but that's not saying a lot, considering the ones that we've done so far are all right. mostly I think pretty it, low.
1: It will get bumped up a little bit as we go yeah. on, but not a lot. It's not going to make any huge jumps, I don't think. It's not that
0: good. Even in comparison to some of the thrillers.
1: Yeah. But I had not an, not an epiphany, and I'm sure it's a realization that everyone else has had, but I have so I have such a hard time remembering what actually happens in the end of this book, no matter how many times yeah. I've watched the other film versions, or I've read the book, I know like four times now, and I still cannot remember what happens at the end. Right. And because it falls apart a little bit, for one thing, Another thing is, it's really not that important. The most important thing about this book is Frankie and Bobby, the adventure. and that's what you th- that's what you remember is their dynamic and their story. That's what matters. Yeah, which is great. But as far as like, I'm always going though like, now what happens at the end? I always know Doctor Nicholson isn't bad. It's the only thing I can remember. <laughs> the issue is that most of the time with a thriller like this.
0: That because I'm not gonna blame Chrissy for writing poorly written thrillers, because she herself said it's a break from my books. This why did the Evans came after Orient Express? It's a break, and it doesn't have to have that much thought put into it. It's a little silly. It's it's entertainment. They people read these in magazines that they read like fashion articles in stuff right. like that. It's light entertainment, and usually the thrillers ha- don't have that complicated of a plot. They just have a very far-fetched plot mm-hmm. this is one of the few ones that's really convoluted
1: right and if you think about it which it doesn't have this feel at all it, it is not noir on any level hmm. however a noir story that happens a lot you will start out with you know the detective he he walks into his apartment and finds a, a dead body of a woman he's never seen before And then by the end of the book, you've completely forgotten that that happened, and you've gone way, way off track somewhere. That's just the structure of a noir. Right. Um, And in that way, I kind of feel like that's what happened here with Evans, but it's not noir. (laughs) So
0: She actually reveals sort of how she wrote this book. In one of her other fiction books, Passenger to Frankfurt, one of her very last, 1970s, so 40 years later, one of her worst books was what most people say. And a character says, um, like, the way they come up with their ideas for books. You go to tea with a friend. As you arrive, her brother closes a book he's reading, throws it aside, and says, Not bad, but why on earth didn't they ask Evans? So you decide, Immediately, a book of yours shortly to be written will bear the title Why Didn't They Ask Evans? You don't know who Evans is going to be. Never mind. Evans will come in due course. The title is fixed. So she hears this, like she said, somebody says that, she says, oh, that's a good title for a book. Four or five books go by in the course of this history of Christie, and I did not know this at the time that we recorded the episode, but she had this in her brain for a long time because throughout the course of four or five books, there are always servant characters named Evans in important parts. Uh, oh, S- seriously? Ciddeford Mystery has an Evans character that's a servant. Really? And... Uh, wow. She also Another version of this Was why didn't they ask Ellis Before she settled on on Evans Ellis is the name of the butler That Is Missing in three act tragedy Oh yeah So she was playing around With this point Is like Am I going to make it a clue In this book And eventually she's like Oh it's going to be its own book It doesn't really work As its own book It's just a mess and the adventure stretches, and at the very last chapter, it's like, here are 3,000 plot points. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of Marcus's Adventure, honestly. Like, I was Here's say. Tom <laughs> Kenny, here's all of the Canadian police. Yeah, it's a good book. hmm Maybe know. Hugh Laurie will do a treatment of uh, Marcus's Adventure next. Good luck, Hugh. Because <laughs> you're right. going to have to come up with, a, uh, with an ending, unlike the <laughs> author. <laughs> yeah. Which...
1: I think it's one of the things that makes it so strange that he picked that. Exactly. Because he said, this is my favorite Christie, and this is what I want to do. But he picked it for the humor and also for the relationship between the characters. Um, There's just not much you can do with the ending. I I don't even know. And it's it's such a nice uh, journey, too. Because it starts out with just a dying man's last words... (laughs) Is that really hot?
0: No, I just swallowed it really fast. Like, it felt really hot at the back of my throat, and I was like, I might throw up. I didn't.
1: (laughs) Spoiler alert, you didn't.
0: Don't worry, for you at home, I didn't throw up, and we carefully edited it out. (laughs) In the gap of this time, I did not throw up and clean it up and get yelled at by Zach for throwing up.
1: Oh, come on, man! (laughs) 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 I scalded my throat with the chicken noodle soup the other day. Mm. And that hurt for a long time. Yeah. So, it's rough. We feel you. You need to keep your podcaster voice going. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of good ideas throughout the whole thing. And then, like, not taking it seriously until... And all these weird things that happened to Bobby and so on and so forth. But anyway, we are here to talk about
0: the... The movie, the show, and yeah, and Hugh Laurie said this is his favorite Christie. He he talked about how beautiful the plot was, and all the time I was like, I'm excited to see this, but Hugh, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it's been made twice before. Um, it was made in the '80s as a three-hour-long, like movie, like TV mm-hmm. movie. made
1: for TV movie. And yeah. did you watch it? Most of it. Yeah, I watched most
0: of it, too. And the only interesting facts about it is, like, this was made to start... This started the Christie brand. This was the first TV Christie anything for decades. And, like, the BBC or whoever was like, we want to make Christie shows. We don't want to do a Poirot or a Marple, and it had to be retcon. Let's just do a standalone and see how it goes. So they did this, and so whether or not it's good or whatever, it opened up the world to what we have Mm -hmm. now of all the Christies. And... It's not horrible. I think it's pretty well acted. It's funny. Everything from that era of of British TV looks horrible. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like old Doctor Who. And it's like
1: I I don't know if they had American TV was like No, it
0: said they had a million pounds. Really? It looks horrible. It does look horrible. Horrendous. But it's the same thing with like
1: I think British TV was so far behind American TV. I was gonna say, do you think like the Canada or something sent them a whole bunch of movie cameras as a joke and it's like hee hee, it looks awful.
0: The Canadian police did
1: <laughs> not Canada. Probably France would have done that. And
0: it also had Joan Hickson in it, who plays Miss Marple uh, years later. Who was she? She was that I don't remember the character's name. She oh, okay. was like the rich woman sitting on the couch. Oh,
1: it was Joan Hickson. Now, oh the, yes, you're right. Okay. The
0: better version of this, of course, was the Miss Marple episode, Agatha Christie's Marple.
1: Oh my god. Now,
0: I last episode Charlotte said something about how there are no good episodes of Agatha Christie's Marple. This is not refuting it. This one goes along with that claim. I'm hoping that over the course of this epi- of this podcast we will find one you like.
1: I hope so too. Because I there need to are, rewatch them. More. There
0: are several that I think are really good. Not several, there're quite a few that I think are really good. This is not one. I wanted to say <laughs> what the, I wanted to read this to everybody. Because they list the changes that are made to the plot. I've always thought that the way to make White in the Ask Evans work is to simplify the plot, because it's too complicated. So this is what they do. The motive for the murder has changed. See if you can follow this. Zach. Okay, okay, okay. Roger okay. and Moira are v- revealed to be brother and sister, children of Sylvia from her first marriage to Jack Savage's brother, George. Jack and Sylvia began an affair while the brothers were living in China, shortly before the beginning of World War II, and Jack had his brother, a vocal opponent of the Japanese, murdered. As the war intensified, Jack returned to England with Sylvia, but forced her to leave her children behind, where Roger was placed in an orphanage. The day no has changed, Mara and Roger interrupted an attempt to kill Sylvia by injecting her with poison, but are surprised by the other suspect. During the ensuing struggle, Tom shoots Roger, and Wilson kills Mara by injecting her with poison she intended for Sylvia. And none of that happens in the book. Absolutely (laughs) zilch of it. Does it make sense to you? Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get with Evans before I say anything. Right. (laughs) That's good. Because I'm not making that same mistake twice. You should have asked him the first time. Yeah. It's it. The Agatha Christies, the the Marples. While I think there are good ones, they do these, these weird things where... All of that aside, they do a weird thing where they make the moods of these stories so strange. Like, mm-hmm. they have the tone of... it be, It's one tone, the whole time, its baseline is so odd. Everybody's always at each other's throats, screaming and acting so neurotic. There's this... The, the son of this family wears black silk pajamas and has a snake named Roland... that he carries around the whole time and talks like this. yeah. And like his sister has really wide glasses and she talks like this. And they're like 18, 20.
1: (laughs) And it's like, this is not in the book. And why is this Frankie says, she's like, oh my gosh, you are so pretty. They're so
0: (laughs) weird. And it's like, they were created simply for this movie. And it has a star-studded cast. But uh, why are all these weird, why would you add these weird things? And this is just like, Sometimes they ran out of ideas and they were like, let's take some book that no one cares about and completely maul it. And that's what they did.
1: I wonder if it was the same person who did um, Murder is Easy. Because that one's the same way. It has the same They made it ridiculous. They changed everything about it. It doesn't bear any resemblance to the book at all. Why would you even call it that? Right. And it's extremely... I don't want to say dark, because things can be dark and be good. It's extremely... um, Just, like, I cannot think of the word. I feel like it's kind of,
0: like, sulky. It's like the guy in the black silk pajamas carrying Roland the Snake is the embodiment of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny to me because the only person that I know named Roland is an old electrician. Who still dresses like he's in the '70s, <laughs> even though he's got the biggest beer gut that you've ever seen in your life? Mm. He wears like these tank tops and a gold chain mm. and like a '70s like baseball cap and like Wow. like w- shorts that are too short, sh- <laughs> frankly. And he just like walks. He walks over. He's like, <sighs> so that's I'm imagining that snake just with that personality
1: <laughs> in black silk pajamas. That's what
0: the snake actually was like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that's everything up to this point. Now we have Hugh Laurie uh, doing it. They announced that Will Porter was playing Bobby Jones. Will Porter is... You don't know him? You're leaving? Yeah, Okay. I was going to tell Zach who Will Porter was. You can tell me still. Will Porter <laughs> was, you remember the little kid in the, th- well, I think this was him, the little kid in the third Narnia movie who was so irritating oh, with the high Bob eyebrows. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> so that guy has grown up and then everybody on the internet all of a sudden went, whoa, he's hot because he was cast in a Marvel movie? No, no. Well, they said he was an American TV hot <laughs> oh, oh, boy. boy. <laughs> who was he in a Marvel movie? He hasn't done it yet. Let me look it up. <laughs> But he's been cast, and that's when people were like, whoa, Will Porter, hold on, Will pull, Poulter. Poulter, sorry, Poulter, I'm an idiot. I'm hoping, yeah, he's in the Narnia, and the Narnia, and what was he cast in? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I think? Adam Warlock. Oh, really? Yeah, so when he was cast, they, like, showed pictures of him, like, announcing it, and everybody's like, wait, is this that little kid from
1: Narnia? Oh, that's so funny.
0: And, uh, well, you know, he looks different for sure. Um,
1: (laughs) Adam Warlock is supposed to be, like, a huge character.
0: Really? In Marvel. He was supposed to be the one that, like, saves the day in Infinity War, but they changed the whole thing for the movies. Yeah. Oh. But he's, like, one of the big, like, galaxy savers, like, big strong boys who come in. Everybody thought he was going to come in at the end of Endgame.
1: Oh. Oh. But now he's getting his own thing, his own movie.
0: He's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess, is what He saying. might be in his own thing, which too. Makes, just that he which might kind be. of makes sense he'd be introduced in that, because he like a space-themed character.
1: There hasn't already been three of those? Just two. Oh, okay. But they've also <laughs> worn in
0: the last two Marvel okay. Avengers okay. movies. Okay. So it seems like it, because they had big <laughs> roles. Okay. And most people are saying, like, unofficially, that White in the Escalades is a Marvel movie. Unofficially. But <laughs> it, it pretty much is. Um, yeah, so he is the main... Uh, he's Bobby. Bobby, and yes. then the um, uh, Frankie is Lucy Boynton. Lucy Boynton, who we remember from Murder on the Night Express. Yes, and she is good. And uh, we have Hugh Laurie in it as well. Emma Thompson for just one scene, but it's worth it. It's worth it. I really want more of Emma Thompson and Anna Christie though. It wasn't enough yeah. for me. But yeah. she's not going to be in any Kenneth Branagh's, unfortunately. That'd be too awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Awesome cast. Let's just talk about it.
1: Yeah, um, and what's the name of uh, the guy who plays... It's not Bender. That's terrible. What is his Uh, name? The car uh, guy. Knocker. Basher. No, it is Knocker. knocker, You're right.
0: (laughs) Jonathan Jules. He doesn't have his own Wikipedia article, so I guess he's obscure.
1: Which is so funny to me because he... And and maybe he's like a theater guy. Oh, yeah. But he did perfect. I loved his character. He was great. They were all really. I good. think
0: everybody did an excellent job.
1: Yeah, even his dad, who, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby's dad, who is the vicar, who Bobby, is
0: Bobby. <laughs> I'm propane, Bobby. I'm propane. <laughs> I'm propane. <laughs> I am propane i have really seen King of the That's that's one of the famous lines. I'm propane, Bobby.
1: <laughs> that boy, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not gotta even, go. Uh, it's not even that late.
0: It's eight oh four for you. It sounds like it's three a.m.
1: <laughs> I must be lonely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so glad you busted out in the Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Okay, so go ahead and you know say what this is like. <laughs>
1: I, I, I don't know. Where do we start? Obviously,
0: I don't I don't have a scene-by-scene scene breakdown. It's a little different. No. But I did watch uh, opening night. I was so excited. I watched one episode a night, and I felt like I truly did savor it. Like, conditions had to be perfect. I was on the couch. The temperature was perfect. <laughs> did you do that thing great. where
1: you turned off all the lights like, yes. uh, that you can see anywhere yes. in your eyeline? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's fine. I just think it's a... D- it's, it's super... It's whenever it's
0: something super special. Like, oh, I've been waiting for this new thing. Like, it's like, You're I have to make pretend it an experience. I'm in the movies. Yes. yes. Like, yeah. all of my attention is on this.
1: Yeah. You're not, yeah. like, um, answering your emails at the same time. Oh, th-
0: no. I never even <laughs> looked at my phone.
1: <laughs> so I watched this with an independent party who had no idea what was going on, which was nice. Yeah, a neutral and, party. Yeah. And I had shown... As required by a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, which, it was my mom, which was fun. She loves she loves the David Suchet Poirot yeah. and, and loves the BBC stuff. Um, so when that when he announced that he was doing it, which wasn't as long as ago as it feels, no, I feel like they did qu- it pretty quickly, especially yeah. for um, Europe or the UK being so strict with their pandemic stuff. Um, when I I was when I saw the announcement, I like had a like mm-hmm. like all the air was sucked out of my lungs. I was so excited, yeah. and I was like. And mom was like, What's wrong with you? And I was like, You're not gonna be excited about this. But I'm gonna tell you anyway. And when I showed her the picture of it's like, Hugh Laurie is gonna direct an Agatha Christie, she goes, Oh no, I'm excited. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so her comment when she was watching this was, he really knows how to make it suspenseful. Oh yeah. And he drew it out. You didn't watch this either, Zach? I didn't know the thing. I'm sorry. I I just feel bad. I don't want I want you to be able to watch it and enjoy it, and I don't wanna be like I um, <laughs> like, it's fine.
0: <laughs> if I was told to, I probably would have, but I didn't know it was going to be a You've th- been busy lately, so I didn't tell you. <laughs> I was just giving you a break.
1: Do you have fruit
0: No, but Josh does. Okay. I think he could use That's mine funny. anytime. But yeah, I, I would recommend watching this sometime with the lady at home. Maybe <laughs> I would watch for this, but probably not. <laughs> well, she might want to watch. More.
1: I would like. To, I always enjoy hearing your take on it, though. Like,
0: we'll do another episode just you talking about. Man, yeah, it's good. Just, it more just... Hulk, but it was good. good. <laughs> one minute
1: long. So yeah, it was, it was beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Um, really well paced until the ending, which is its own yeah, thing. It but... does what
0: the book does and puts it all at the ending. Yeah.
1: Which. Hugh Laurie had said that he didn't want to play with it much; that he just wanted to be Super faithful to what faithful. was on the page. Yeah. page. and he did, and not in a boring way. Right. Because like he added Frankie's parents, which was a stroke of genius. It was so fun um, that he did that, and it he had the spirit of the whole book the entire way through. And also like the things like like Doctor Thomas, the guy who's Bobby's friend at the very beginning, that was in the nineteen eighty one. Oh, but what? not in the book.
0: Oh, okay, so they were, yeah. Yeah, so I, oh, he okay. had
1: two two things that he pulled from the 1981 that was not in the book, uh, although seen in the hospital. Okay. Um, and one other thing that I can't remember, but...
0: So the one of the things that happens in this show that doesn't happen in the book, I believe, and I reread some of the book for this, but and I would have finished it, but I accidentally left it somewhere, so I didn't get to finish it. Would you leave but it in, like, Florida? I left it at somebody's house, yeah. <laughs> And uh, not in Florida. I've gotten it back, but it's been after. I would already watched it. Um, Is the guy that's, like, stalking them, who...
1: Oh, the... um, Bowler hat guy. Yeah, he's like a Dutch mercenary or something.
0: Yeah. And that's That's not in the book, but it added a serious level of suspense. Because that Mm. guy was scary. I called him evil Colin Firth. And just, you didn't really know <laughs> what he his purpose was for in it, but he was always hanging around looking really... And at the beginning, I was like, who's this weirdo? But over the course of time, he became more and more intimidating. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him in a scene, I was like, I genuinely don't know if he's going to kill somebody here or mm-hmm. not, because mm-hmm. anything is fair game. And yeah. what he made the most suspenseful, I feel like, was th- things that he tweaked slightly. Like, he, like your mom said, like your third-party... Uh, lawyer assigned witness <laughs> said that he he knew how to make the source material suspenseful. My review was because there were things that just do not work on the screen. Mm-hmm. My review was that he made the absolute best of this. Mm-hmm. Like there are that ending is not great, rushed. Yeah. But that's the ending of the book. Yeah, and he didn't want to change it. But given this source material, he did the absolute best that anyone ever could.
1: Mm-hmm. And I would still rewatch it, even knowing that yeah. the last and he, he's genuinely the last five minutes of the movie is like, what the heck? Just they just happened? rush
0: every single. And last he movie. could
1: have, if he had wanted to. And usually, I complain about this because people do this with like the Tolkens and yeah. everything. It's like they take a single book and make. Three three hour movies out of it I wish he would have taken the last five minutes Of that movie and made a full Another hour episode and it would have been four Episodes instead of three because We watched it straight We watched all three all three Episodes you didn't tell me that (laughs) You favor No 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 I watched the first episode by Myself and stopped oh I see And then and then
0: I know but you were playing all like you never Said you didn't lie but you didn't say (laughs) She didn't lie, but she didn't say Zach. Did she say? Uh uh-uh. oh, but so I didn't she didn't lie. lie. No, she didn't lie. Okay, know. so she didn't like, lie, But she I just didn't had say. the understanding that we were at the same when this and when it first came out, it was rated very highly. Mm-hmm. Like because I did check, I was like, you know, I'm not gonna. Be obsessive about this because it's not like it's not Death on the Nile. But when it came out, it was rated <laughs> super highly. But it dropped by people being like, that ending was kind of dumb. Like, you should just watch yeah. the 80s version. I'm like, it's exactly the same source material <laughs> and they treat it yeah. exactly the same They did the way better. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, it's like the rev- people giving it bad reviews I thought was stupid. Like, right. the problem is with Christy. Okay, they could have changed it to make it better. Yeah. But what they did was. What Hugh Laurie did was tremendous.
1: Right. Yeah. And I like. I wish he was in it more, but the, the character that he gave himself just doesn't have a lot of screen time. Exactly. But, but he didn't. He did an excellent job with what he did. Yeah, and he was and the I think evil the,
0: doctor, just like yeah. House.
1: <laughs> and I think he chose that very carefully. And yeah. so uh, another thing, probably I don't know that if you know this, do you know the guy who played Henry Basington French? Do you know who he is as a person? No. His name is Miles Jupp?
0: No, I didn't know that. Okay. I don't know him.
1: So when I saw that he was playing that character, I was like, oh, wow, that's really fun. I have only seen Miles Jupp on British um, panel shows. That's a big, big thing in Britain. Oh, okay. And he's he's a comedian. And oh, he's also, okay. he laughs at everything. He thinks everything is adorable. And he oh. just, it's like this. this what a sweetheart. <laughs> he is a sweetheart. And uh, he <laughs> played a suicidal um, addict so yeah. well. His his scene with Frankie when he's dancing, and he like is slowly like losing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. He's like slowly losing control over like what yeah. he's talking about. Like right. he's just working himself up into a frenzy. Right. That was so good. Mm-hmm. And so... Because, like, you were saying about the Marple, is, like, they gave it this mood that was stupid. Right. Like, it was in this creepy castle, and everybody was wearing their pajamas, and no one finished a sentence, and it was everybody just was holding like... holding
0: snakes named Roland.
1: <laughs> yes, Roland was there with <laughs> there his gold 12 chain. Roland. <laughs> And it didn't. It didn't feel uncomfortable. It, it. You wanted to leave, but not like, ooh, this is creepy. I want to leave. It was like yeah. this is stupid, and these people need to get a life. Right. Whereas that scene where Frankie is there at the house and everybody was so welcoming to her, and it like it wasn't weird. But that scene was so genuinely uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and he did that so well.
0: Unsettling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. And the fact that, yeah, the fact that he's a comedian and, like, I've only ever, the opposite of Toby Stevens, I've only ever seen Miles jump happy. (laughs) I've
0: never seen him sad. And I
1: didn't know he could do it. He must be
0: sad, though. Yeah. He, like, Toby Stevens is always happy, probably, in real life. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I thought the pacing of this was so good. Like... Uh, White and Nancy Evans has a scene where they plot where they have to fake a car crash Mm -hmm. and you know pretty much we in the Marple version we have her driving in the car and she's like hmm and we see her drive towards the gate and just crash into it like she could have died but in this one they do this whole plan where they're like okay who's gonna roll the car who's Mm -hmm. gonna find the fake body and it's like 15 well not 15 minutes but it's a long segment of seeing them plot it like Ocean's Eleven heist style and it's just so good that like they do that a little bit in the book, but that Hugh Laurie saw the potential of this scene and to make it funny.
1: Right. Yeah. And that, the, the fact that they were all working together because, what is it again? Knocker. I'm going to say Basher over and over again. Knocker was He's his nickname. so important. Yeah. <laughs> He's so important in the book. And then, of course, in the marble, he just didn't exist. And I love that they kept him in. And he, he was such a good character. You were talking about the guy like the Dutch mercenary who goes around mm-hmm. and um, who's very scary. Hat guy. The, scene, the bowler hat guy. The scene with with his dad, with the vicar, mm-hmm. where oh, yeah. his dad was like, finally, he's like, uh, you need to leave. Right. That was so good, and I thought his dad was going to die. I thought he going to kill him, yeah. And then the scene where he beats uh, Knocker up was like, was really intense, intense and sad, and but they, but they made it so realistic. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't die, spoilers, which I was really glad.
0: But. I wanted to contrast this Because it's an Agatha Christie miniseries with the Sarah Phelps miniseries. So Mm -hmm. Sarah Phelps did five or six. And then there were none. ABC murders, Witness for the prosecution, ordeal by innocence, Pale Horse. And she did one from each Christie decade. Okay. And I enjoy some of them. We both talked about enjoying and then there were none. But Mm -hmm. that is a dark story. And me and Tabby recently watched The Pale Horse. And oh, is that the one with Rufus
1: Sewell? Yes. Okay, I really wanted to see that, and somehow like there are definitely never got good to.
0: things about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem with her style of adapting Christie is that always with me, it's like the first episode I'm hooked, and I'm like, because it's beautiful, mm-hmm. it's stunning. The cinematogra- cinematography is beautiful, but it is so like tonal. That's tone uh-huh. is so flat. Like, everything all the time, all at once, is this tone. And it's not the same as the Christie where it's, like, weird. It's, like, everything is dark, serious, brooding.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: like Christopher Nolan Batman but (laughs) Agatha Christie and it's everything like that all the time Mm -hmm. for three hours because it's a miniseries Mm -hmm. and you don't get a break for a comical scene. You don't get a break for a cheery walk on the beach or for a sad scene or everything is like that with this intense music on all of her shows. Mm -hmm. Everything is dark. Everything is sad. Everything is gritty. Mm-hmm. And there are Christie stories that lend themselves to be... And then there were none. That's not a far leap. You could do that. Mm-hmm. But you cannot do that for three hours for every Christie book. It's relentless and it's not enjoyable. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is so much better in the hands of a comedian who still took everything seriously, yeah. but gave it life to make it romantic, make it funny, make it... It was silly. Very suspenseful. I, it, I was in more suspense... Here than I was at like one of the scarier Sarah Phelps things, where right? When dealing with something serious, because of what you give me with the levity.
1: Yeah, and because you made he made you care.
0: <laughs> it was for Zach, I. Um, for those of you at home, I mimed pouring water into my eye. <laughs> it was awesome for it was, me. It was for Zach, and now I'm glad that you guys were able to share it with me. <laughs> it's this thing that we have together. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's getting seepy. I don't know. No, <laughs> we have been going
0: fast this time. It's not going to be another Death in the Night where we go wrong. No, drunk. definitely
1: it's not. It's not allowed to
0: be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zach's like, I'm pulling the plug. <laughs> it's your truck, right? You guys keep me, so you can just leave. <laughs>
0: yeah. He, it's always his truck. <laughs> it's never Josh's truck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. One day, hopefully. <laughs> you want to be a truck boy?
0: We got to say what we're going to say, so we can wrap it up.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I we, need a good farm where truck? We, What are we? Where did we stop? Um. Talked about cast, levity. Talked about directing, levity, yeah. Um So it changed a little bit. Like in the Spaghetti. in the book, it was um, that Bobby gets poisoned by a bottle of beer when he just like falls asleep I'm in Mr. the field. I'm Propane,
0: Bobby. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring it back up. <laughs> I'm, <propane, laughs> oh, <that> <laughs> uh, I'm Propane, Bobby. That was it, Mister Propane. I'm Propane, Bobby. The boy, right? The boy, right?
1: Just tell me when you're done. I'm done. We're done. <laughs> Um, and they changed that to where um, Will Poulter's character is working at
0: <laughs> Robert. <laughs> <I'm trying laughs> not, Robert. Yeah,
1: Robert. Not trying to. I'm trying not to trigger you. i propane, Because Robert. I
0: know you can't help
1: it. It's such a good joke.
0: Don't I don't get right over it. It. What did they say about propane in the show? He, the, he's a propane uh he works at the propane. company. Oh, does he? Yeah, I well, I have seen that show, but I don't I don't remember that.
1: Love how he looked at me like, "Help me out here," and I I have no idea. What's I can't going remember on. what the
0: what the guy's name, the dad's name is. I don't remember. Uh, the, Bobby's dad works right. at the propane <laughs> company. Bobby's
1: dad, yeah. Mister Propane. I've
0: only seen a few episodes. Of it. That's the only thing I know is that buoyant, right? Boy he works right. at the propane company, oh, so he's like, "I'm Propane Bobby." Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Bobby's character.
1: Um. Oh, it go. He goes from just having his beer like poisoned in a field while he was taking a nap to he's working at a carnival, and he's yeah, right, right. he's on that. um, It's it not a sense. merry-go-round, but it's a it's spinning like that. Go. Yeah, um, spinning me go, spinning me go. <laughs> if you say so, and and he passes out, and they're yeah. like, "You got seasick," and he's like, "No, I didn't." Right, um, and he had been poisoned. Right, bowler um and that was nice the the theme the theme the scene in the hospital Mm. was really really good because it would be so and this is something to Lucy Boynton's character everything I've seen her in she's done amazing she's great whether she had like two lines in um, Orient Express or where she's like got like you know full character she did such a good job because it's so easy to make Frankie too over the top Mm. and you she isn't necessarily likable right but she also isn't completely and totally a jerk. Right. And she struck a wonderful balance. Like she was um Can I help you out there?
0: I just had to get up and stretch. <laughs> Real quick, I'm going to interject that Hank Hill works as an assistant Hank. manager at uh, Strickland Propane. Okay, thank you.
1: That's very helpful. <laughs> and direct quote, I'm propane. Bobby. <laughs> I'm propane, Bobby. He's also
0: got a pet bloodhound named Ladybird. So Wow, throwing that one out
1: there—that's deep. I looked up (laughs) the Wikipedia article. Don't
0: worry about it. Why didn't they ask Hank Hill? (laughs) Because he's propane, Bobby. (laughs) Um, The
1: the scene where she had to, she Bobby threw up on her clothes. You don't see it, but she she's wearing his clothes, right? Yeah. And then she has to put her. um, Don't do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, what did he throw up? Propane, Bobby. (laughs) How did this happen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sad. <laughs> you're not. No, I'm awesome. <laughs> oh boy. I know you it's haven't got. Le- each time you get one sentence further. It's okay. Than you're I'm used to it. Yeah. It's fine. It's not this bad.
1: <laughs> I don't interrupt you anymore. No, it's it's Zach's job now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Zach's the one who's
1: mean to you now. <laughs> Only that one time. She could play Hank Hill in the next game. <laughs> Is that does that how many dice rolls should I put having a bloodhound named Uh, Ladybird? Three. That would just be
0: your familiar, so it would be its own little character. Oh, she wants it to be a skill. But if you're Hank Hill, maybe I'll. According to my universe, that Hank Hill exists. I guess you can turn into propane. So (laughs) I'm propane. That could be
1: helpful. That is probably going to be helpful, (laughs) especially if I have a lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Explosion. Right. Well, we didn't have a, a a thing for this one an outline An outline right. yeah i in, in my opinion
0: um and there's not like as much to talk about with it because it's not as like versatile as like death on the nile where there are so many choices being made mm-hmm. but in my opinion the first two episodes of this show were perfect
1: yeah some of this. the
0: most perfect christie work mm-hmm. I've ever seen, and that's I wish just because he could have seen it. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's pretty much because we didn't have to experience much plot. Like it was all <laughs> really well done pacing, suspense. Mm-hmm. The third episode is where it's all crammed in, and it's yeah. that's not as great. But those first two episodes, when I watched it. I knew because the plot wasn't in those first two episodes that it was going to be crammed and then that, that third one would have to be disappointment. Mm-hmm. But the... Not a disappointment, but you know, you couldn't walk away from it being like, oh, that was create a television. But <laughs> yeah, those first independent my independent,
1: two... my independent yes. viewer was like, looked at me, what happened there? Right. I just like, I have no idea. I was yeah. like, don't worry, neither does anyone. And I can't explain it to you because... Yeah. I don't even think Christy knew what was going on.
0: But those first two episodes, flawless. Perfect. Yeah. Amazing. And that's why it is it is one of the... It's hard to to rank that. Not that we do rank the movies. Maybe one no. day we'll do something like that. But it's hard <laughs> to compare that with something whenever it's like, these two episodes are perfect and the third one... Because it's not like a show where two seasons are perfect and then the third yeah. one. It's, it is one unit.
1: Yeah, um, and the but, only person that I thought didn't do a very good job as a performance was the woman who played Moira. Because I feel like Moira is almost like, if you're comparing, what now? I was trying to hold it a burp. Oh, okay. I was like, what's your quote from Moira? I'm um, playing Moira. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I, I was just trying to hold it a burp while you were talking, and it made it look like I was about to be sick. <laughs>
1: You have real um, like issues with the the gag reflex today. I'm afraid, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. If if you look at Christie, like you look at Shakespeare and like these central characters, I feel like Moira is almost like a Lady Macbeth type mm, thing. Like yeah. everybody wants to play her. She's a really important central yeah. character. I will say that the woman who played her in the Marble, I think, did the best of any of them. She we, did. I agree. Even though it was so trashed at the end. Right. Um. But there were good performances. This, this in that. girl was kind of like eh. In this one, I don't feel like she she really brought it to the table, but the guy who played Roger Basington French was amazing. Yeah,
0: Roger was great. And, and he
1: you could tell he was just having so much fun with the character. Yeah. And I think everybody had fun, and I think Hugh Laurie made that happen. Yeah. And Will Poulter was incredible. I don't know who, mm-hmm. know who he is. I've never seen Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <It's> not... <laughs> it was Narnia <an> 3. <laughs> Was not I, you told me Never Ending Story 3 and I was like he's no, no, way no. too young for no, that No we weren't that was a
0: separate conversation.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh okay. No, I three, no, no okay.
0: I was talking about the rock baby from Never Ending Story Three. He's not in anything anymore. <laughs> he is not acting. That's true. He's He'd not acting he's not acting yeah. anymore. <laughs>
1: um he is definitely not Dada. an American TV hunk boy at all. Like he's rock not baby? attractive. No, I oh, was Spide. saying, Rock Baby's, you know, a lot of is, people think he is. I, yeah, I still I think he at, has a
0: very distinctly British face, but
1: he but. has that. He looked exactly like what someone that age would have looked like in that era. Mm. Like as far as casting someone who fit perfectly with like not your stereotypical like handsome guy now. Yeah, and he also acted it superbly. Yeah. He just did a really great job. And She's I was—he's got really a crush on Narnia Three Boy. Nope, not at all. She's got a She's crush got on rock, baby. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I have a crush yeah. on propane. Propane? He's <laughs> Pro, propane, propane um, Bobby. Yeah, it was
0: really great. And and I know BritBox is going to have... Um, this is the start of having star-driven... Not star-driven, but, like, the creative mind behind it is going to be a celebrity. It's, like, it's
1: become, like, a cool, trendy thing to do yeah. now, which... Thank you, Ken, I guess It we was got Ken, to say. it was, because that's <laughs> the first time it's happened.
0: Yeah, you know, Kenneth Branagh's Orient Express Death on the Nile, Hugh Laurie's Why Didn't They Ask Evans. No one, when they review it, is not mentioning that this is Hugh Laurie's. Right. Directed, is, written. So, yeah. like, with the next thing, who is it going to be? Okay, let, all right, let's just say Dream, who do you think? I know that <laughs> was the, really did, poorly worded, sentence, but... Do, <laughs> to do
1: the next dream, thing Just Thing, Oh, Oh, yeah, definitely, I want Michael Bay... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want sh- Michael
0: booboy <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh whoa, yeah!
0: Whoa. <laughs> nice joke. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael Bay's Michael Bay's Man in the Brown Suit. Who
0: is just not? It doesn't have to be your dream, but who is somebody you would be like? Oh, that would be someone who would be really good.
1: Um, it's really tough because I don't know a lot of yeah. directors except for yeah. But who's he's the, an who's actor. the guy that did the new Sherlock Holmeses? Stephen Moffat. No.
0: Oh, oh, Guy Ritchie. I thought
1: you meant yeah. the show. Sorry. A <laughs> guy, Richie the Christie, would be That would be amazing. too much. That would be too much. No, it would, be, it would yeah. be gorgeous. It would, yeah, probably be pretty. I know it would be... It the would be, Sherlock Holmes's the RTJ Sherlock Holmeses, were beautiful. Yeah, they're great. For for being shot in, like, total grunge, right. it didn't make Grungy you... Poirot. <laughs> Grungy Marple. Here we are
0: now! <laughs> I
1: am Poirot! <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my grunge Poirot mix. Weep! <laughs>
1: We, friend,
0: I am You know what I thought the other day? Okay, like really quick, I because I've been thinking I would like someone to do because they did the one-off Poirot, Sarah Phelps did with John Malkovich mm-hmm. as, as Poirot. I would like to see a one-off Marple because mm-hmm. that hasn't been done yet. But the other day, someone asked me like, who would be your dream to play? Blah. They went through different Christie characters. And they said, who would you think would play a good Hastings in a modern? Like, Kenneth Branagh's something. Who would be Hastings? <laughs> like, I don't really like Hastings, but one actor that I thought of, and I can't remember his name now. Now I'm getting mad at
1: me. Tell me who it is and see if I can guess before you
0: He is one of the Avengers. He's
1: Vision. Paul Bettany. Oh, Paul um, Bettany. Yeah. I think Paul Bettany would be a great Hastings. Um, I think he would try to make it to... Legit, and he would he would have to be Paul Bettney from A Knight's Tale to be. I would hasty. need him. I don't want him to be legit. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I think Paul Bettany he takes himself so, so seriously oh. nowadays. How you can do that playing? He doesn't. Ta- he robot. didn't take himself know.
0: very seriously in Wandavision.
1: Okay, so he well, might, maybe
0: he didn't. He play. might be grand enough if Kenneth Brunner's going to have him tooting and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm Paul Bettany
0: <laughs> that was my idea amazing
1: so. celebrity impersonation. thank you so anyway why? that was what occurred
0: to me in my brain I don't really have a star that I think you know oh I want them to do it but yeah. you know maybe somebody will occur to me I'm really obsessed like,
1: with the Hastings thing now like who would play a good Hastings keep that for next episode in your brain interesting choice Paul Bettany is, yeah, it's just is kind of I of a deep
0: cut, Yeah, I was so Chris Hemsworth. So still Avengers, <laughs> but you know, different <laughs> oh, side t- American TV. Board. Yeah, I America think TV he board. could
1: very much play the empty-headedness of Hastings, always thinking he was think, right but being totally clueless. But if- he
0: can't. He can't say anything that's not extremely Australian, though. <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, I don't uh, think he could do an accent. What I think is that if Kenneth Branagh did include Hastings in a movie, it probably wouldn't be as stupid as he is in the books. I think he would do try you... to add some dimension. Right? To
1: it. Do you think that uh, Book was his Hastings?
0: It was supposed to be. I think yeah. Yeah. And then Book wasn't stupid. Book was just yeah. You know. That's I asked Josh after Oriental and the Express. I said, "Was that supposed to be Hastings?" And I just misunderstood that Hastings. Middle name was Book or something, like that. <laughs> and he was like, "No, it's a different character." And I was like,
1: "Oh, <laughs> uh, that's I don't, an understandable I don't get question." It. So, yeah.
0: if if you're if you're ready to be to close it out, I just wanted to play a quick mini game, really short. Okay. Um, this is gonna be a quick game in tribute to our friend Charlotte.
1: <laughs> um,
0: this is I'm going to give a quote, and I want you to tell me if this is from Why didn't they ask Evans? Or the hit film, Evan Almighty. It's a tribute <laughs> to your game, Why right oh, Didn't ask, ask Evan, Evan Almighty.
1: Almighty. Oh, god! Are we ready? I had a mini game. <laughs> was it the a same game? Almighty? No, not that. I like this one better. So Mine was I just looked okay. up a, a, a quiz online that somebody did these ten questions I wanted to see if you guys could answer them. Yes. I mean, Josh could. I'm sure he could. Anyway, go for it. All right.
0: If that comes out your front, I don't even want to know what's coming out the back.
1: That's Evan Almighty. That's what I would guess, too. That is Evan Almighty, that is correct. <laughs> Alright. Wasn't that like on a llama spit on him or something? Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> you all are. are no, I so, found
1: that in my I research.
0: love Evan Almighty so much. <laughs> the two of you. It's it uh, must be okay. your guys' best pride and joy. Sorry, Dad. Not my fault this time. I was keeping guard over a corpse. <laughs> why didn't they ask evans yeah yeah is. very good <laughs> but that was a, it, it <laughs> i just i can't i don't gone know both ways i haven't i don't know that i've seen why didn't they ask evan or evan almighty so sure i don't know either of these <laughs> you want to build a boat it might be something for the fun for the family go sailing on the lake i don't know be great in case of floods or something why didn't I ask Almighty? Evans? Evan Almighty. That's actually Evan Almighty. <laughs> oh wow. wow. Here's another one. Duh.
1: Sheep.
0: <laughs> I would give I can give you the screen direction. It, it too. Was yeah, sex. give me the screen direction. <laughs> As animals appear around Evan, two sheep appear in the back seat of his car.
1: Sheep Oh, that no. doesn't
0: give it away. Well, it could be something that they didn't, didn't ask. Why didn't they ask Evans? Why didn't they, they
1: ask Evans where that sheep? sheep came
0: from? That's, good. that's, that's actually confirmed. Evan Almighty. So. Oh, oh, oh! You're so shocked! Wow! <laughs> it's too nice. There's something crooked going on around here. Do you smell
1: anthrax? <laughs> Is that Evan Almighty? <laughs> Why did they ask Evans? That's Evan Almighty. Oh my god! Oh, I got you. <laughs> I don't remember I the anthrax you. thing, but the the. Uh,
0: the other, the other first part of it, I thought for sure it was. I can't believe I got you. Okay, one more hard one. Okay,
1: get on the ark, everyone! On the <laughs> arc, <no! laughs> Oh well, man, how could I know? Uh, that actually
0: isn't from either. <laughs> anyway, that this was our review. Of that Wyoming was from Yes. <laughs> just uh, really quick, uh, just a personal bet that I had with Alana before we came here is that she. Bet me that I had to buy her ice cream If Charlotte mentioned my haircut While uh. on podcast <laughs> And she did it
1: Yes So you,
0: do, you don't have I to. don't owe her ice cream
1: oh, nice. She said
0: I'll buy you ice cream Which is just <gasps> as shameful Because it's still my money <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so no one really wins here No in fact I lose either way Yeah. Um, but
1: I'm giving you ice cream Before you leave today So, so. I win in a, in a certain kind of way I did notice your haircut as soon as you walked in, and I was like, "Oh, he's got a haircut." But I bring that up every time. He doesn't you does not need me to say it again. It's funny because <laughs> because I saw
0: you earlier today, and I didn't have a haircut. Mm-hmm. And then I came here to podcast, and I did have a haircut. <laughs> so I think that's why she thought you were going to mention it. Be like, "Oh, you got your haircut while you, between when we saw each other last."
1: I do. I do have. I guess it seems kind of weird, but I do have like a mild obsession with your hair. I always want to know what your hair is doing. It's very important to me. It's
0: currently cut,
1: <laughs> but it's not too short. So as long as it's happy, because like, can you see this, Josh? Like just sitting here, like in the light, like his all hair? of the auburn in his hair since he got it cut. I cannot. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I forgot about the color okay, thing. I, I, I apologize. It looks
0: like hair. To- I, it actually <laughs> looks white to me.
1: <laughs> she did find uh,
0: quite a few white hairs. Really, we're getting old, buddy. I'm
1: so jealous. I still don't have a gray hair. Not a single one. freak? And
0: wow. I'm, what, 45? Is that- <laughs> she was, tw- let's
1: see, she was 48 <laughs> in 2006. 2006. Okay, wait the future. If you
0: want to hear more about Zach's hair, you have to follow us on Instagram, which is don't underscore drink underscore the underscore T, and visit our website at ddttcom.wordpress.com. Check out our merch store and buy our merch so we can afford our own website. And make sure to rank us wherever you listen to podcasts and spread the word about your favorite Agatha Christie podcast and about Zach's hair. we're gonna be making wigs and selling them on our website for you to purchase if you want to have hair just like mine and now me and zach are going to sing the theme song to our wig company wigs 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 it's zach's wigs wigs